The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. And we're back. Phil on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. Hour number two here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, the Mightier 1090, and more. Good to have you aboard. Uh, it's almost mercifully over in Santa Clara. 31-10, to 10, the Niners lead the Rams. Two-minute warning there as that game is just about finished. I am now very interested in Providence and Wisconsin. They're at the under-four timeout, 3.43 to go. 55-48, the Friars lead the Badgers. Uh, Badgers are getting the ball when they come back from a timeout here, try to get this thing under five, um, which would be very nice. We picked up Wisconsin uh, with about nine minutes to go on the money line, plus 300. So we're looking for them to come back and win this game. NBA right now, Bulls starting to pull away on the Lakers, Moff. Uh, 31-19 late in the first quarter, and uh, just about halftime in Portland, 61-60, the Blazers lead the Raptors, uh, but it uh, it is uh, just about mercifully over in Santa Clara as a uh, great win for the 49ers tonight. Maybe gets their season back on track, because as we spoke about today on Coast to Coast, uh, there's going to be two mediocre to bad teams that make the playoffs in the NFC, and with the Niners now getting to 4-5, and five, that puts them right in the mix with the Atlantas and the Carolinas and the Minnesotas and all those teams in the middle of the muck. Yeah, it does get them in the mix. I don't know if they're really one of the teams that should be in there that's probably going to make the playoffs. I think that you have, you know, better teams ahead of them. But they have a chance, obviously, with the way the defense, you know, stood up and played against a team like this who has a great offense. They show that they can, you know, limit damage and make sure their team they can stay in it. And if you play a game like this, which means he doesn't have to put up a ton of points, and you can just hit Debo a couple times, hit Kittle a couple times, maybe get a few runs in there from these guys that are, you know, filling in and getting their their carries here and there, then it's winnable games for them. If it's, you know, a game where they got to be a shootout, where your defense isn't doing what it's supposed to do, where defense isn't living up to what it's supposed to be, then it's an issue for you. But they had a chance there. It's a weak NFC down, you know, past the top couple teams. Heck, I'd say even past top three, you know, because Tampa, defending champs, but obviously we've seen, you know, that they have some troubles the last couple weeks, and they're not for real. They're not going to be a dominant defending champ. So there's plenty of room in the NFC to move around for a lot of teams. Yeah, and the Niners go to Jacksonville next week, Mafia, which, hey, 
You never know. It's a good opportunity now after winning this game to maybe propel you to 500, get you to 5-5, five and five, and suddenly the picture starts to look uh, a little bit clearer if you're the 49ers in terms of maybe getting back in the mix here in the NFC playoff picture. So under two minutes to go there, 31-10, to 10, the Niners lead. Uh, Wisconsin had an N1 bucket, and they uh, did not hit the free throw. So a five-point game, 55-50, 2.56 to go. Providence going to the line now. As I am now locked in on this game, Mafia. This is it. Uh, Badgers and Providence for me. This is all that matters in the world. <laughs> got that tunnel vision. I mean, once the Monday night game's gone, there's not much to focus in on. We got these late NBA games we can watch, but when you got action on it, you get that tunnel vision for sure. Ooh, and the kid on Providence misses the first one. Ooh, getting spicy here now. Let's go, baby. It's Let's like kickers go. in college football. You can't trust kids on the free throw line in college hoops. Oh, jeez. Some of these kids, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, we would like to welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell on the bench. A Monday night, Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio as the 49ers are taking care of the Rams. That one's just about over. We got some college hoops going. Bulls, Lakers in the NBA. And uh, after the next break, we're going to start getting into some lines for this week. Uh, in college football and in the NFL. So a lot to do here in the final hour on the bench. This kid just bricked up this awful shot, Mafia. Like, honestly, you back in the game. It's a five-point game. The kid misses both free throws at the other end. Both free throws the kid on Providence misses. This kid on Wisconsin runs down the court and chucks up the worst three I've ever seen in my life. It was disgusting. Cut him. <sighs> Give him the face. MJ gave uh, Ubre on that three against the Knicks. Chop him at the knees. I mean, you got to be kidding me here. You just have to be kidding me. We're trying to win a ball game here, and you're and you and the offense has been so great. They've been banging it down inside. They've been picking up fouls, and this kid tries to play hero and chucks up a three. And now we got to play defense again. The clock's now. There's two minutes left here. There's still time for them, but God, you can't take awful shots like that. I usually don't get this worked up about college basketball in mid-November, Mafia. Usually it's March that I'm yelling at it like this. Uh, yeah, honestly, I barely uh, watch college basketball mid-November. Oh. Oh, awful shot for Providence, but they get the offensive rebound. Jeez, Moff. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? All right. Frell on the bench. Carver Ryan Mafia in for Scotty. And they hit a deep three, and that's probably going to seal it. Unbelievable. All right, we'll come back, and we'll start diving into some lines for later this week. Pharrell on the bench, Carver High Mafia, Sports Grid Radio. We'll keep rolling after this. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh... 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. You're listening to Sports Grid, the home of the winning edge, carrying on the fine tradition of sports gaming from all the way back to ancient Rome. But they never had a mobile app. So count your blessings, Sporto. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. And we are back for all on the bench. Carver Hyde Mafia in for Scotty here on Sports Grid Radio. We'll be back tomorrow. This is insane. Providence can't hit a free throw. Wisconsin keeps fouling them. Providence keeps missing. And then Wisconsin keeps taking poor shots on the other side of the court. Now they fouled Wisconsin here. They've got it to five now. This kid's got to make one more to make it four. There's 52 seconds left, which as we know is a lifetime in college basketball. But Providence has missed four straight uh, free throws here. Late in the game, and now Wisconsin misses one. Jeez, I mean, what are we doing here? Oh, so five-point game, 45 seconds to go, and a travel on Pro. It's like, Mavi, they're handing the game to them. They've missed four free throws in a row. Now they get called for a travel, and Wisconsin isn't taking advantage. Come on now. Yeah, from what you're saying, it sounds like neither team really wants to win this game. I mean, honestly. Yeah, that's that's really is what it comes down to. I'm I'm killing Providence that they are making all these mistakes, but meanwhile, Wisconsin isn't capitalizing on any of them. <laughs> this game could easily be tied already if Wisconsin just took some better shots than what they've done the last. So 42 seconds left. They've got the ball down five. I can't wait to see what they cook up here. And they're going to go for the, the three ball, and he misses it. Another just chucked up three. Providence gets the ball again. This game's over. I mean, unless they want to miss more free throws. 27 seconds now. They're not even fouling. Like, what are we doing here? We're not fouling. Now we finally foul. Man, they had so many chances. It bothers me more, Mafia. They had so many chances to possibly tie this game, and they just screwed them all away. Ugh. November college basketball, Mavia. Feel the, feel the heat. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones you're better off not even watching. Just put the money down and then check the score later because it just breaks your heart to see how it goes. Oh, watching these kids run around. It's just like you say. It's like field goal kickers, kids on the free throw line, these college kids. It's just it, it's impossible to put any faith in them whatsoever. Um, it, it really is. And now Providence finally hits some free throws and they're going to finish this off. The Lakers have actually come back and cut into the Bulls' lead. It's now 39-35. Uh, so it was 31-19 a few minutes ago. 39-35 now. The Bulls lead the Lakers at Staples. Blazers have a one-point excuse me, one point lead on the Raptors as uh, they have uh, hit the half in Portland. All right, Mafia, let's start to look at maybe some NFL uh, for this week. Uh, now that week 10 is in the books, week 11 is where we are going to start to shift our focus and take a look at where the lines are early in the week. Uh, we start with Thursday where uh, late last night I saw this open at 5.5, and, and now it's already gone to 6.5. Everybody 
is going to be on the Patriots on Thursday night. And Mafia, I mean everybody. They're going on the road to Atlanta. People aren't going to care. You're going to see public absolutely pound the hell out of the Patriots between now and Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the reason, you know, not just the public moving the line with their money that they're throwing on it, but I think also the fact that, you know, Patterson's banged up for Atlanta. If he can't play in this game, that's going to be a huge loss for them. Where he does in both the running and the passing game. And you already lost, you know, you already traded Julio Jones. You already lost Calvin Ridley. You already, you know, are down to like third and fourth string receivers. And, you know, Kyle Pitts is doing his thing, and he gets better by the week, but there's so many other weapons for Matty Ice that are just falling by the wayside that if you lose a guy like that who's versatile in two different parts of the offensive game, it's going to take a big bite out of them and make a lot of people swing that line up more. Yeah, so 6.5, 47.5. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm on the Falcons. Uh, you want to call it emotion, you want to call it whatever. Underdogs the last three weeks are covering at a ridiculously insane clip. Sure, is it going to end at some point? Yeah, it probably is, especially in prime time. Underdogs have been covering it at a ridiculously insane clip. So it's it is insane. I mean, Falcons. I, yeah, and Mike, it's like the you know when you look at the the NCAA tournament, you know, as we're talking about college basketball four, where you have those five twelve matchups, you're like, all right, I know one of these twelve is going to pull an upset, like at least one, probably two. Like, who am I picking? Even though you don't feel great about something, that's what it's like in the NFL right now. These last couple of weeks, you know, I've gotten real light on you know the betting with the you know NFL the last few weeks. Usually, that's one of the stronger ones. Usually, college, you know, I'm a little more shaky on some things. Not that you know shaky on you know resolute opinions of it. Not that I don't place bets or you know I don't feel confident about my picks, but usually I feel a lot more confident and ready to go with the NFL because of you know how how more, less teams there are the more you know you are able to gauge things off of you know pros versus kids but this year it just feels like sometimes you have to look at what you have and say all right listen you know some of these chalk teams aren't winning I might not think it's going to be the case but there's got to be one or two that I like I got to talk myself into just because there have been so many upsets yeah it's the thing. It's been very, very tricky the last couple of weeks to try to figure this out with with the hot run that the underdogs have been on. Uh, speaking of dogs, uh, the Detroit Lions, who got the tie in Pittsburgh yesterday, will now go to Cleveland this week. So they go from Pittsburgh to Cleveland, and this time they're going to be getting 10, 10 against the Browns, who looked absolutely awful in Foxborough against the Pats. But the, the Browns are so Jekyll and Hyde Mafia where this probably will be the week where now they go and lay the hammer on somebody with the Lions coming in. It might be, but I'm going to roll with the Lions, even though they're on the road. We just saw them cover against the Steelers. Ooh. We've seen them cover against a bunch of teams. Baker Mayfield has the shoulder. Now he has some kind of leg issue. Sure, he can say he's all fine, but he did not look fine after that game. The way he was talking to the media, he just looked like he's frustrated with just the play and the injuries. You had Miles Garrett talking about the you know the. Coaches need to make adjustments. They're not doing their job, basically. Calling them out, taking them to task. There's a lot of things wrong with that team right now. We thought that, hey, you know, you're rid of OBJ. That's some addition by subtraction. But it's no longer just plug in the next guy and it's going to be okay like they did against the Broncos. Chubb out, we'll have to see if he's back with COVID. But if he's not playing again, I think Detroit covers. Wow, Detroit getting the 10 in Cleveland. Uh, total of 45, going to be an under for me. Uh, that's just a lot of these lying games. It's just a lot of yeah. flop. Uh, so under 45 is my first initial read when I look at that game. Uh, last night, the Bills opened as seven-point favorites against the Colts in Buffalo. Now it's seven and a half. 
Half's a little tricky. These teams obviously played in the playoffs last year in Buffalo. Very good game. But that was with Phillip Rivers playing quarterback, not Carson Wentz. I'll tell you, the Colts kind of upset me yesterday, Mav. They they screwed around with the Jags. They came out on fire. It looked like they were going to run away and hide and cover that game. And they let the Jaguars hang around. I think the Bills found a little something against the Jets yesterday. That Jaguar loss probably is going to turn their season around because they realize they can't take weeks off. And uh, they're coming back home after a couple weeks on the road. I think it's a really good spot for the Bills. That half's a little tricky, but I still think it's a good spot for them. Yeah, I think that could be a a big thing for them. That half could be the difference in this game. I think they're better than the Colts. I think they should cover. But the Colts are still a good team. You know, they're a little bit better than 5-5. I think that they're a tough team. We've seen some great games from them, but you were right. They should have blown the doors off Jacksonville. Jonathan Taylor was just running all over them. There was no issue getting the running game going. And all of a sudden, the second half, they let Trevor Lawrence storm back. And, you know, almost get back at them and get into that game and, you know, tie it, set it to overtime or whatever. That's just not what should have happened. So, you know, I don't love the killer instinct of the Colts at times. Sure, they ran the Jets off the field, but the Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Jaguars are too, but they let them come back. So against the Bills, I could see them hanging in their whole game, and then maybe the Bills, you know, end up covering late. But that's an iffy one to me, and I have to wait back and, you know, sit back and see, maybe not even place my money on it and avoid it. Did you, uh, your thoughts on the the Mike White experiment uh, most likely being over after yesterday? I mean, it's exactly what it should have been. No offense to Mike White, him, him coming in there all cocky, like, oh, I think I should have been the first pick in that draft. No, you shouldn't have. That's insane. You know, maybe it's because you're in a smaller program, people didn't see you, whatever. Maybe you're better than you. You know, people are giving you credit for, but the guy had a, one good week and then one okay week before he got hurt, and people are anointing him the next chosen one. We knew he was going to come back down to earth and happened in a big way yesterday. Uh, it certainly did, that's for sure. All right, Pharrell on the bench, Carver Hyde Mafia here with you for Scotty on Sports Grid Radio. We'll come back, take a look at more of these early in the week lines for the NFL. We'll do some college as well. We'll keep rolling on the grid right after this. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my burger finger up. You're so money and you don't even know it.
And we are back. Frill on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty tonight, right here on Sports Grid Radio. As uh, Wisconsin did end up losing that game, uh, Providence kept missing free throws. Wisconsin kept taking bad shots. And all in all, a five point win for the Friars. So a good night for the Big East. They get Wisconsin. Uh, they, they, with Providence win over Wisconsin and Marquette win over Illinois. So nice start to the Gavit games for them. We'll see if Mafia Seton Hall Pirates can uh, keep that going tomorrow night against the Maize and Blue up in Ann Arbor. That's on the road tomorrow night, right, Mafia? They're going to Michigan? Yeah, that's at Michigan. They are on the road. Mm, tough spot for Seton Hall tomorrow night. But uh, anything is possible. I, I think they'll hang around in the game. I'm interested to see what the line is tomorrow. And uh, we can try to get them in the mix as well. Uh, anything else happening real quick, Mafia? I'll tell you, the Bulls now up 52-40 on the Lakers. Blazers, after this, they come out in the half on fire, now lead the Raptors 69-66. Uh, College of Notes, St. Mary's crushing Southern Utah. UCLA has got a five-point lead over Long Beach State. That is early going in that one. UNLV only up two on the Jackrabbits, uh, North Dakota State. Or the Bison, I should say. The Jackrabbits is south. North Dakota's the Bison. Pretty sure, Moff. They got too many. North Dakota State, South Dakota State. Uh, they're all over the place there. Uh, let's get back to uh, NFL. We started taking an early look at some of these lines. Your Jets, uh, we were talking about White before the break. It looks like, it, hopefully for them, Zach Wilson's going to be back in there. And they're going to be getting three. little home dog against Miami, whose defense has suddenly come back to life the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, he was on the field before that game, running around with the knee, you know, looking okay. I think there was just the extra game rust, and, you know, they were saying, listen, you know, it worked out in their favor that White didn't have a great performance so they can quiet all the idiots that thought, hey, let's give this guy a chance. He's the future. And that worked out in their favor. I think it was more of like, hey, let's not sacrifice our future by having him play on a wonky knee against one of the best defenses in the NFL and let him get hit 30 times. So they kept him on the sidelines. Like, Why take the beating? And now they can bring him back for the next game. But this is an interesting game. You know, that defense is playing at a high level right now. And the Jets defense is playing almost at a historical low right now. They've almost allowed you know, the most points in the longest time, like forever, in the last couple games. I think they're only off by a couple points. So they've been getting smoked by everybody. It's embarrassing. It's terrible. And Tua and company are not playing well. But when you have a matchup of, a, you know, their great defense holding the Jets down to probably very little, and the Jets defense giving up anything you want, it could be an interesting game. It should be a close game, but... It might not be. It might be pretty ugly for the Jets and just continue their downfall towards another top pick. See, as bad as the Jet defense has been, I don't know if the Miami offense is good enough to be able to route uh, the Jets just because their their offense isn't good. Now, I don't know if the Jets are going to score on Miami the way that their D has suddenly come to life the last few weeks, but the Miami offense scoring points on the Jets is even as bad as they've been. I think that that's the, the key to this game. I think the Jets can hang around if... Uh, their and their defense, which, like you said, been awful. Um, they might get a chance to get right against the Miami offense, which stinks. Uh, sounds like two is going to be back. I don't think it matters. I think this game's ugly, real ugly. Yeah, it's going to be another ugly. under game, Mafia. I think another under for us here, forty-five and a half. I think there's going to be a bunch of unders this week. That's where it's been trending lately. Very likely. I mean, some of the Jets players on offense, these young guys are starting to come alive and starting to get in the mix, like Elijah Moore and Michael Carter had a big game, you know, despite it being a bad game against the uh, against the Bills, he still came and I uh, got some stats here. So we'll have to see, you know, maybe Zach Wilson, if he makes a smart plays, maybe sitting out a couple weeks and learning from a vet 
like Flacco instead of you know learning from a guy like White will help him out, and you know maybe he'll make the smarter plays coming back and not just try to beat guys like Howard on every play because that's not going to work out well for him. If he makes a smart play, maybe we have a close game throughout. It looks like Carolina, uh, provided that things go right this week, are going to start Cam Newton against his former coach Ron Rivera when the football team comes to Carolina. Uh, minus three and a half for the Panthers right now. Total of forty-three. The Panthers are the type of thing are the type of team mafia that I don't want to play them when they're favorites. And if the numbers right, I'll play them as a dog. I don't really like them laying points at home. And and listen, Washington's coming off a really good performance. People are probably going to push to them because they just beat the Bucks. But uh, I'm going to hold course and see if maybe this line moves one way or the other throughout the week because I'm not very sold on laying points with Carolina at home, even with Cam back. Yeah, this might be one where you have to throw it in a teaser, maybe get Washington a little extra love, you know, get them up to, you know, nine, ten points and, and throw it in there because – Heineke's playing well, but that Carolina defense is playing even better. But again, it was against Colt McCoy. Let's take it with a grain of salt what we saw yesterday. It wasn't doing that to Kyler Murray and D-Hop. Those guys weren't in there. So you got to look at it and say, okay, they played great, but they played great against you know the backup who's a career backup. He's had some nice wins. He's had some nice play over the years, but still not the top-level guy. So take it with a grain of salt. It's going to be probably another scrappy, tight game between these two with some athletic quarterbacks making plays. You know, the defenses, the Carolina defense wasn't thought of very highly, but, you know, is making some plays lately and looking good. Washington defense was thought very highly and has been awful, although made some picks against Tom Brady, so maybe they're coming alive again. This could be a very tight game as well. You know, it's, 43 is not a great over-under for it. I feel, you know, maybe you can tease that up if you want to, but if you're going to go one way, I like the under. I could see this being like a 2017 game. The Ravens are six and a half point road favorites in Chicago against the Bears. Ravens coming off a bad loss on the road in Miami on Thursday night. The Bears coming off a bye. Now, this is a spot, Mafia, where the Ravens have not been very good this year. Now, they've won the games, aside from the Miami game. They've won the games, but they haven't been covering these numbers, especially on the road. So, minus six and a half into Chicago against the Bears. (sighs) I don't know if I can lay it with Baltimore. As bad as the Bears are, I, I think I might take the six and a half. They showed me a little something in the fourth quarter against the Steelers last week. Yeah, that game against the Steelers was a little something to look at, but you know they were down big before that. They should have gotten blown out still, just like they did against the 49ers before that, the Bucks before that, the Packers before that. So they've had a lot of bad games. You know, four losses in a row. It looked like they figured some things out, but I think that's just maybe the Steelers taking the foot off the gas pedal. I think the Ravens should beat them. They they got to be out for blood in this game, and they got to be playing to win. You know, not that you're never not playing to win, but they can't take them lightly like they against Miami. You have Pittsburgh right up on them right now. I know that tie didn't do what it needs to do. It didn't make a tie, you know, with the Ravens like they wanted, like Scott was looking for. But it does leave them in a you know weird position where they're very close, but not right tied with them. So I think the Ravens need to make a statement here and bounce back big time against the mediocre Bears. The Saints will visit Philadelphia against the Eagles. Eagles coming off a big win in Denver yesterday. The Saints, uh, you want to say they got hosed? Whatever the deal is, they lost by two. They did cover, though, in Tennessee against the Titans. Another road game for New Orleans. They're going to have Trevor Simeon again. I don't know what to believe with the Eagles, uh, this game's probably going to be a bit of a stay away for me, but it is a big game in terms of the winner of this mafia being part of that uh, that muck 
that's going to get one of the last two NFC playoff spots. So this actually is a pretty big game on Sunday in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's a huge game. And, you know, those two top teams that are almost impossible to figure out this year, it's Philly and New Orleans. I mean, with Sivian in there, with, you know, Kamara out, they should have gotten smoked. Doesn't matter, you know, that Tennessee didn't have AP. They did a great job the week before. I mean, they do have AP instead of Derrick Henry. They should have beaten them down, and they fight back. They're two-point conversion away from going to overtime. So it's very hard to you know predict this team has been up and down. And the same thing with the Eagles. They've been awful for most of the year. But then every time you just throw the dirt on them, all of a sudden they, you know, they rise up and they just destroy the Broncos. Not that the Broncos are a great team, but they have a solid defense. They're at home, and they come back and do that. You know, For me, though, I'm going with uh, – yeah, it's one that you have to – Go throughout the week, the week to kind of figure out. Yeah, Early you got to look at it. You got to see how the weather, see how things are going. I'm leaning Eagles right now, although their home record would make you, you know, go against them. They haven't won yet there, so it makes you think that they shouldn't. You should go the other way with the Saints, but that's the way the NFL has gone this year. That every time you think, well, there's no way this team should win, you just had the Niners winless at home tonight and they come out and slaughter the Rams so I'm leaning Eagles but that might be one you have to wait until game time decision to make yeah I think I'm going to see where the money goes in this one where if the number moves at all I think that things like that when it's a one and a half spread are things you got to take into consideration Uh, Tennessee hosts the Texans this week Texans coming off a bye ten and a half's the number I got to tell you Mafia I really like the number with the Texans this week believe it or not I do uh, I, do too. I don't think the Tennessee offense has been that great the last couple of weeks. Their defense has been outstanding. I think the Texans will have a little juice after a bye. Tyrod back in there. Now, they're not going to win this game, but I do kind of like this over 10. Listen, I can't even say their defense has been outstanding because they were two weeks ago, but this week they weren't. Give up all those points to you know the backups of the Saints. I'm not saying your defense is playing great right now. You should not have given up that many. You should have been blowing them out by 10 points. I'm with you. The Texans just seem to fight and fight and fight. It doesn't matter. You know They're always in every game. They should have won the Patriot game. They blew it. They've had so many other games where they fight back, whether it's you know usually in garbage time, but still, they, they don't give up. So a double-digit spread with the Titans not playing at their best right now, I'm not going to take that. I will go with the Texans for sure. All right, for on the bench, Carver High and Mafia here on a Monday night in for Scotty on Sports Grid Radio. Come back, a couple more NFL. I want to dive and uh, take a look at a couple college as well. We keep rolling on Sports Grid Radio right after this. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. 
So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. It's a jungle out there. So many possibilities, prospects, and probabilities. It's easy to become overwhelmed. That's where we come in. Relax. We're your trusted source for expert information on sports gaming strategies and information. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. And we are back. Pharrell on the Bench, Carver High, and Mafia in for Scotty here on Sports Grid Radio. He'll be back tomorrow on Coast to Coast and on the Bench. You'll hear all about his trip to the ketchup bottle to watch the big tie between the Lions and the Steelers. That's a tough one to go to, man. I can't only imagine. I hope the steak was good. I know that. I hope the steak was pretty good. Uh, let's keep rolling through a couple more games for this week, Mafia, and then we'll try to throw in a couple colleges as well. Uh, Green Bay visits Minnesota against the Vikings. I saw one and a half like an hour ago, already minus two and a half for Green Bay, which I got a feeling will be the uh, the side everybody's going to be on this week. Uh, but Minnesota at home, Minnesota's impossible to figure out, Mafia. They really are. Um, the weeks you back them, they screw you. The weeks you go against them, they also screw you. They're, them and the Chargers, it was so fitting that they played each other yesterday. They really are the two teams that you can never figure out. They really are this season. They've been one team that's burned me over and over again. Every time I try to you know, get rid of them, they come back. Every time you bet with them, they just they lay an egg. And you can't trust Kirk Cousins to save your life. You've had you know so many weeks your Cook's been in and out. You don't know what his health is going to be like on any game, given game. He's going to stay in there or not. That being said, you know, you also have the Packers with, you know, getting injured. Now you have, uh, you know, Jones probably banged up. You have the defenses losing more guys. That being said, though, the defense has played really well. We saw them, you know, completely shut down Wilson, although partly of that was him just not hitting anything. He was missing everybody with his throws, overthrowing, underthrowing. He just couldn't get things going in the first game back since the finger obviously is still not right, still not where he needs it to be. But. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers still was not his self, himself yesterday and came back late and ended up pulling away. So I'm still going to roll the Packers. It's a division game. Rodgers doesn't lose those very often. I'm going Green Bay even on the road. Yeah, uh, that's probably the safest way to go with this one. Uh, their offense needs to definitely get a little bit more in sync. We saw how uh, tough it was against the Seattle Seahawks yesterday. They need to get a little bit more going. The Raiders, who have begun their second half of the season swoon after the bye, losing to the Giants and then the Chiefs getting blown out at home last night. They will host the Bengals, who are off a bye. Uh, the Bengals sputtered into that bye as well, losing to the Jets uh, and to the Browns. So minus one, Cincinnati. This is a, this is going to be one of these games, Mafia. Like we talked about this weekend with the Broncos and the Eagles and the Saints and the Titans. This is going to be one of those games at the end of the week we're going uh, what's going on here? Bengals minus one. Uh, they are the road favorites going into Las Vegas, and I bet you that that will change by the time we get to the end of the week. 
Yeah, it's going to be up and down. It's going to be you know a lot of what to see injury reports, things like that. But I'm going with Bengals. I'm leaning Bengals. I'll probably stick with them too. I just think they're the better team. The Raiders have had some good games and they've had some really ugly games. They came out strong after the firing of Gruden, but they have not responded well the last couple of weeks and they've looked like a little bit of loss. Like you know, Basaccia might be out of his element now, but they can't make these adjustments that they made before. Uh, and I think that the Bengals had some terrible losses going into the bye, but I think they're going to come back refreshed come back maybe a little more focused. I mean, they were running away with that division. We thought it was going to be easy for them to win it. Well, not easy because the Ravens were still good too. But, you know, there's going to be them and the Ravens, and all of a sudden now they're at the bottom of the pack. So they need to get it in gear if they don't want to be the same old bungles. And I think this is going to be a big get-right game for them. Uh, it certainly is. They go to Vegas. That's a 4.05 p.m. Eastern game. Uh, the Cardinals into Seattle, minus 2.5 road favorites right now. We do not know. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, etc., are going to play. Now, if I were Arizona and I saw the bye coming the week after, I would probably think long and hard about that would give him like almost an entire month off, Mafia, before uh, getting Murray back on the field. But it is a division game. You know, you don't want to, you want to keep the Seahawks down here. If he plays, I like Arizona, but I think we got to wait and see what goes on with Murray. Yeah, I think we saw yesterday it's definitely going to be a case of if he's in there or not because after the first week without him, he thought, okay, well, Arizona can still get it done. Arizona's still good. McCoy can you know, do enough to keep this team alive. The defense is playing great. And then they get absolutely you know, destroyed yesterday. The defense looked feeble. The offense looked non-existent. So I think it all depends on whether Murray is back or not in that game. I mean, yeah, Arizona could still win even if he's not because – the Seahawks have a bad defense, and Wilson did not look good in his first game. We'll have to see if he can get things going in the, you know, at home on the second game back. But I still have to wait and see on that one. I don't feel comfortable making that pick until I know who's under center for Arizona. Dallas and Kansas City should be the best game of the weekend. Minus 2.5 for the Chiefs right now. Hefty total of 55-and-a-half. I think there's a big spot for the Cowboys. Uh, we get to really see what they're made of here. Um, the Chiefs back in business after blowing out the Raiders last night. I, I actually think everybody's going to expect some big shootout here, Mafia. Sometimes in games like this, I like to go to the under uh, with a big total and, and think maybe it is a little bit more uh, played a little tighter, a little bit more defense. I mean, I think this game could be in the 20s, but uh, I, I think under is where I look at first glance here because uh, Chiefs under a touchdown, it does seem a little fishy to me. Give me a 10-gallon hat. I'm going with those Cowboys. I think that wow. everyone's going to be high on the Chiefs after that game. You know, the other uh, last night, I'm not completely buying into them yet. I think that division has fallen back down to earth, and that's the only reason they're kind of hanging around here. I think the Cowboys got right in that last game against Arizona Atlanta yesterday. I think the defense is playing well. Diggs is intercepting balls left and right. And the biggest key to, you know, doing your thing against Kansas City is keeping Mahomes off the field. Elliott can do that. Elliot can run the ball all day long. We saw him do that yesterday. You know, I think they have the right mix to beat the Chiefs. You know, they're going to put the pressure on him, and he's going to make some bad throws. And Diggs is going to get a pick at least, and the defense is going to get some. You know, they're going to get some sacks, and they're going to put him back where he was earlier this season. Where we were questioning the Chiefs. Sunday night game has the Steelers visiting the Chargers out in L.A. at SoFi. The Steelers have go to bed early. problems right now. It's go to bed early. Yeah, you're not kidding. Good thing I'm going to the Islander game on Sunday night. I'm going to miss this one. Uh, the Steelers getting four and a half right now, total of 47. 
I mean, they're just going to be missing so many guys, Mafi. It's hard for me to back the Steelers when, I mean, look, they could have been back. Uh, but, I mean, Watt, Claypool, list goes on and on of guys that are going to be out possibly for the Steelers this week. Yeah, Minka's, you know, in COVID protocol too. I, I think that's yeah, a big thing. You have too. to wait and see. You know, we talked about waiting on Kyler Murray if he's going to be in there. You got to wait and see. Big Ben's in there. Do they have a chance to cover maybe win? Yeah, because the Chargers are looking great right now. They're, you know, in a little bit of a slide. But if you have Mason Rudolph back in there on the road, Chargers all the way. All the way. Look out. Uh, and next Monday night, which is still a little bit of a distance away, uh, the Giants off the bye will be in Tampa against the Bucks. Maybe Brady will actually uh, do a real press conference between now and then. Uh, minus 11 for Tampa as they look for a little get-right. They've actually lost two in a row. They lost the week before the bye as well to the Saints in New Orleans. Yeah, they did, but this is the type of game that you could bounce back. I'm, I'm not buying into the Giants winning two of the last three. They won against the Panthers, who were destroyed at that point. Played a good game against the Chiefs, but still, yeah, they came back and beat the Raiders. They, they have looked better. I'm not going to say that you know it's been a complete nightmare for them as it was earlier in the season, but still, I don't believe in them against the defending champs. I think this is a get-right game for the Bucks, and it's going to be you know an overreaction game because I think the Bucks are going to get some some turnovers over Jones. I think they're going to get a bunch of points. I think everyone's going to say, oh, well, look at them. This is the defending champs and act like they're you know, world beaters again and pump them up as the, uh, for the odds for, this, for winning the title. And then they'll fall back on their face some other time. Let's see what their schedule is. Uh, maybe in a couple of weeks when they play the Bills. They'll probably beat the Colts in a tough one. Then you know, take advantage of the Falcons. And then all of a sudden they'll play the Bills in you know middle of December and be like, oh, yeah, they are the mediocre team we saw a couple weeks ago. I will say this: the Giants, uh, on the as road dogs, have been really good the last few years. I forget the number off the top of my head, Mafia. It's something like twelve and three, or fourteen and three, something like that. Um, covering on the road, big spread, small spread, it doesn't matter. They did it in Kansas City on Monday night a couple of weeks ago, getting about the same number here, ten or eleven. Uh, and last year they covered on a Monday night game against the Bucks. That was at home. With a big number, the Giants are—they're spunky in these spots. They never win these games, but for whatever reason, they keep them close. The eleven might be a number here for the Giants; just might be. We'll see if it is. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm part, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a full-on Giant hater, but I'm definitely not a believer. So even though the Bucks have been struggling here, it's one that I think that they get right and they destroy them but then again you know the Bucks have burned me in the past this season many times they, they burned me against the Patriots they burned me in some other spots I did pick against them this week with Washington but still I think that this is a strong one for Tom Brady you know because he's going to get a lot of criticism for his bad performance Arians ripped him for turning the ball over that's his fault people are going to rip him for the press conference he's going to come out here and be mad on uh, Monday night uh, as far as that's all the NFL for this week, obviously all week long, coast to coast on the bench, we'll talk about all these lines. Uh, as far as college goes, just a couple that stuck out to me at first glance. Uh, this Clemson over Wake Forest has gone from two and a half up to four and a half uh, now. So everybody looks like early in the week hammering Clemson. Uh, as this game, like I was saying today, it actually doesn't mean much for Wake Forest. They can lose this game. And as long as they beat Boston College next week, they'll play in the ACC title game. Clemson wins, though. They'll be big Boston College Eagle fans the following week uh, as they would have an opportunity to get into the ACC title game after an awful year. 
Uh, do you think 19.5 is a little too much for Sparty uh, to give Sparty for Ohio State at home on Saturday? I mean, it should be, but honestly, at Ohio State, at the horseshoe, Ohio State's been blowing people out. You know, they're one of the few teams that has taken care of business. You know, since that Oregon loss, they have been slaughtering teams. So I don't love laying it, but I'm leaning towards doing so. Uh, also coming up this week, uh, where was the – I just want to get the Bama line really fast because they're playing Arkansas. Uh, it's 21-and-a-half now, Mafia. 21-and-a-half. So it's gone over three touchdowns. Alabama has not covered these in, in really in conference play this year. They've done a bad job covering against some of the better teams. Yeah, I know we jumped on the 51 last week in that non-conference game, but I, I think this one's going to be tough. Well, obviously it's going to be tougher. You're playing a ranked opponent. But I think that while Arkansas has stumbled at times, you know, with scoring when we thought they were so great early in the season, I think this is one that they can cover. I think they will you know, probably lose by 14 to 17, not 21. Not 21. Wow. How about that uh, from Mafia? And then the last one I was going to give you was the night game. Uh, which, of course, Oregon and Utah now down to two and a half. So Utah was three-point favorite yesterday, down to two and a half now. Tricky spot. I don't know if Utah, if Oregon's going to be able to do this, Mafia, beating Utah, Oregon State, Utah in a three-week stretch. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. They're not. The Pac-12 always chokes at some point, and that's why they've been you know out of the playoff most of the years. I think Oregon's going to blow this at some point, despite them having a great season. You know, we saw the the letdown game against Stanford. Now this is against a top twenty-five opponent. The finish line's at the end of you know in sight, but still, it's going to happen. All right, NBA uh, Blazers now up ninety-five eighty-seven on the Raptors. Just about nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. There, Lakers now down ten. 63-53 against the Bulls at home. A couple of other college games we'll give you when we come back as well. Rams, of course, lost to the Niners 31-10. Carver Hard Mafia in for Scotty. Pharrell on the bench. We wrap it up on Sports Grid Radio after this. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Hey, 
Vegas guy. My buddy's a fan of yours in Vancouver, Canada. So he hears you crystal clear. I thought I'd let you know that. Time after time, I sit and I wait for your call. <laughs> And we are back for On the Bench, Carver High, and Mafia in for Scotty here on Sports Grid Radio. As uh, the Rams got housed tonight in Santa Clara by the 49ers, 31 to 10. I just saw the fake field goal again, Mafia, at the end of the first half. Like, I still can't figure out what McVay was doing there. Like, it wasn't even like a well designed fake field goal. And, they, and he threw it to like the shortest guy. They needed like seven or eight yards there. He threw it to a guy like two yards. Past where they snapped the ball. Like, what were they? I still can't figure it out. What were they doing? I mean, Jesus. Right. I mean, he was just trying to hope that the guy got yards after the catch. But even then, like, I mean, it wasn't even. There's a situation where, like, it's your punter or someone who's not supposed to throw, who doesn't throw the ball. And you're like, all right, just get it to someone and let them try to do something with it. But it was Ecker. It was a backup. Well, you know, it was the, the guy who's done it before. Like, what are you doing? Really made I'm sorry, not your backup. You know, he's your punter, but still, Ecker's done some stuff before for them. Yeah, he has. He has. But still, the whole thing was just, I mean, 26 points last two games, second fewest in two-game span under McVay. They were awful tonight. Awful two weeks in a row. They need a buy in the worst way. Uh, Halfway through the third quarter, Bulls up 15 on the Lakers. Blazers now up 13 on the Raptors as they are in control. Stanford's losing at halftime to San Jose State. They stink. All right, Moff, uh, great stuff as always, my man. Me and you will be together soon, I am sure. Uh, probably in a couple weeks, I believe. Uh, and I will see you tomorrow. Uh, Carver High Mafia, Scotty back, coast to coast, and the bench right here on Sports Grid Radio. Have a good night, everybody. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.